the eighteenth day of the month. Concerning God's chosen one, he shall not judge by what his eyes see, or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. Isaiah 11, verses 3-4 through four. The meek shall inherit the land, and delight themselves in abundant prosperity. Psalm 37, verse 11. The third beatitude says, Happy the gentle, they shall have the earth for their heritage. Meekness has gotten a bad name in our day. We think the meek are those who allow themselves to be used as doormats. So meekness and weakness have become synonyms. But the translation of the third beatitude, as given above, uses instead the term the gentle. We consider gentleness as a fruit of the Spirit on day 13, and that is a key for our understanding of this and indeed of all the Beatitudes. The meek inherit. They do not earn. The earth is promised to them as their heritage, not their wages. The attributes commended to us are gifts from God, from a God who does not judge by what the eyes see or the ears hear. Thus, this God turns upside down our usual values. Note well that in the Beatitudes, happiness is not promised to the wealthy, the powerful, the glamorous, or those with sex appeal. In that reversal of our usual expectations, we find God's gift to us as strange as it may seem. How should this biblical approach to what is important change your own values, your own estimate of what constitutes success? By the way, how successful do you suppose Jesus was considered to be on the day he died on the cross. Opening Prayer God, your thoughts are not our thoughts, and your ways are not our ways. We confess our bewilderment at learning of the strange values you treasure. Transform us so drastically that we may embrace your ways without fear or embarrassment. Enable us to judge beyond what human eyes can see or ears can hear that you may regard us as the meek, worthy inheritors of your mercy, through Jesus Christ, in whom is true happiness. Amen. Psalm 37, verses 1 through 11. Don't bother your head with braggarts, or wish you could succeed like the wicked. In no time they'll shrivel like grass clippings and wilt like cut flowers in the sun. Get insurance with God and do a good deed. Settle down and stick to your last. Keep company with God. Get in on the best. Open up before God. Keep nothing back. He'll do whatever needs to be done. He'll validate your life in the clear light of day and stamp you with approval at high noon. Quiet down before God. Be prayerful before Him. Don't bother with those who climb the ladder, who elbow their way to the top. Bridle your anger, trash your wrath, cool your pipes. It only makes things worse. Before long, the crooks will be bankrupt. God investors will soon own the store. Before you know it, the wicked will have had it. You'll stare at his once famous place and nothing. Down-to-earth people will move in and take over, relishing a huge bonanza. Today marks the third Sunday of after Pentecost, and it is still year A within the Revised Common Lectionary. The first reading is from Genesis 18, verses 1 through 15. Now the Lord appeared to him by the oaks of Mamre, 
while he was sitting at the tent of the door in the heat of the day. When he lifted up his eyes and looked, behold, three men were standing opposite him, and when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet him, and bowed himself to the earth, and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in your sight, please do not pass your servant. Please let a water be brought, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree, and I'll bring a piece of bread that you may refresh yourselves. After that you may go on, since you have visited your servant. And they said, So do as you've said. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah and said, Quickly, prepare three measures of fine flour, knead it, and make bread cakes. Abraham also ran to the herd and took a tender and choice calf and gave it to the servant, and he hurried to prepare it. He took curds and milk and the calf which he had prepared and placed it before them, and he was standing by them under the tree as they ate. Then they said to them, Where is Sarah, your wife? And he said, There, in the tent. I will surely return to you at this time next year. And behold, Sarah, your wife, will have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent door which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in age. Sarah was past childbearing. Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I have become old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I indeed bear a child when I am so old? Is anything too difficult for the Lord? At the appointed time, I'll return to you at this time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah denied it, however, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, No, but you did laugh. From the letter to the Romans, chapter 5, verses 1 through 8. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have abstained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we exult in hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. For while we were still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hurriedly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good man someone will dare even to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. From the Gospel of Matthew. Chapter 9, verses 35 to the 8th verse of the 10th chapter. Seeing the people, he felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. Jesus summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. Now the names of the twelve apostles are these. The first Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew his brother, and James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out after instructed them. Do not go in the way of the Gentiles, and do not enter in the city of the Samaritans. 
Rather, go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Freely you receive, freely give. Do not acquire gold or silver or copper for your money pelts, or a bag for your journey, or even two coats or sandals or a staff, for the worker is worthy of his support. And whatever city or village you enter, inquire who is worthy in it, and stay at his house until you leave that city. As you enter the house, give it your blessing. If the house is worthy, give it your blessing of peace. But if it is not worthy, take back your blessing of peace. Whoever does not receive you nor heed your words as you go out of that house or that city, shake the dust off your feet. Truly I say to you, it will be more terrible for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. This ends the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Sunday God of great deeds, on the first day of the week you wondrously called forth light out of darkness. On the first day of the week you graciously raised Jesus from the dead. On the first day of the week you powerfully formed the church through the gift of your Holy Spirit. By this triple witness you testify to us concerning your covenant love. Grant that all who worship you this day may do so in spirit and in truth, and present to you a living sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer for Father's Day from the Book of Blessings. For our fathers who have given us life and love, that we may show them respect and love, we pray to the Lord. For fathers who have lost a child through death, that their faith may give them hope, and their family and friends support and console them, we pray to the Lord. For men, though without children of their own, who like fathers have nurtured and cared for us, we pray to the Lord. For fathers who have been unable to be a source of strength, who have not responded to their children and have not sustained their families, we pray to the Lord. God, our Father, in your wisdom and love you made all things. Bless these men, that they may be strengthened as Christian fathers. Let the example of their faith and love shine forth. Grant that we, their sons and daughters, may honor them always with a spirit of profound respect. Grant this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Nicene Creed We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated to the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. 
We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.